What Goes On Media. This is Coming Out Stories. It's a podcast about one of the most important conversations of your life. I'm Emma Goswell. We've now got a coming out story from Alfie. I think people are aware that the medical transition itself takes a long time. But I think my identity has been developing and some days I'm quite sure of things and some days I'm, I'm not quite sure of things. But for me, it's kind of, I'm very fluid with it. How old were you? Can you remember the moment when you first thought, this body isn't right? Um, I, it's not something that I realised straight away. I'm not one of these people that knew when they were really small. It wasn't something that I kind of really understood. I, like, I knew trans men existed, but I didn't really know they existed. And it wasn't until I actually realised, I think I watched a documentary or something like that, and then I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. And it wasn't until I, that kind of happened that I looked back in the past and I was like, oh, that makes loads of sense now. So when you first realised, mm-hmm. what was the next stage then for you? When I first realised, it was it was really a really fast process for me. I kind of knew exactly what I wanted. Mm. Um, the first thing for me was to to obviously tell people they needed to call me by a different name and and you know use different pronouns and, and things like that. Um, and luckily, most people around me were quite understanding. I had some quite good friends at the time, and um, I told my partner at the time as well, who was obviously amazing about it, um, which is really nice. And uh, she's still great as well now. Because that's quite a difficult thing, isn't it, for a lot of trans people, sadly, end up losing their partners because it's one thing that they, they literally can't cope with. But mm-hmm. tell us how what it was like then. So you're in a relationship with a woman mm-hmm. and then had to turn around to her and say, I'm not a woman. My partner's kind of queer anyway. She um, isn't straight, so I guess that I had an advantage. Like that. But then again, she entered a relationship with someone um, who she thought you know, was a certain way and then it turns out they weren't, but... She was actually really cool about it. Like, I was really lucky about that. It was more kind of like my family that had a problem with it. Um, But obviously, because I had my partner there, it was a lot easier to kind of get around that with my family. I had that support there. Okay, we'll come on to talk about your family in a bit. But what was that conversation like then with your partner? Because that's surely the most terrifying conversation to have, isn't it? Because you're going to fear rejection. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I couldn't tell her when I was sober. But I actually went home for the for the weekend because we were like living in a student house at the time. Mm. We went home for the weekend, went out with some friends and I came back really drunk at like 3am. She was on Facebook at the time, so I like I messaged her and I was like, what's wanted to tell you? And then she, um, she was like, oh, that's fine, it's cool. I kind of guessed there was something going on anyway. But so I was really scared, but it turns out I didn't really have a reason to be. And how old were you, and how long you'd you'd been together in a relationship? We'd only been together for like a few weeks. It wasn't, yeah. So it was it was all really really new, and I was only about eighteen as well at the time. So I was still really young, and she was still really young as well. Which I guess that's a lot to deal with um, if you're not trans yourself and your partner is trans. If you're quite young, it's going to be. I think it's a little bit like, oh my god, what do I do? It's not something you kind of expect to happen. So that went surprisingly well in your mind, but yeah. then how did it go when you did actually broach the subject with your own family? So I knew that my mum would have a little bit of a problem with it. Um, I came out as gay, saying that you know, so that I, I liked girls, and um, she wasn't too happy about that. But she kind of was like, "Yeah, okay, you know, we'll just kind of get on with it. It's fine." But I kind of knew there was going to be a bit of a bit of an issue with me being trans. Mm. But when I did tell her, I didn't really know what to say, and so I just said to her like what would you say if I said I wanted to be a boy? Which I wouldn't phrase it like that now, but obviously mm. I didn't really know what to say. Um, and she was she was like, you're not. No, you're not. I don't, you know. She just completely kind of dismissed it and didn't really acknowledge that it was really a thing until I went for uh, my chest surgery. 
So yeah, it, it took quite a while. Yeah, she's there now. We you know we're good about it now, and she kind of she shares things about me and stuff online, saying like, oh, it's my son and stuff like that, which is really nice. Does it take a while for them to you know gender you correctly and say him and he? Yeah, so um, I'm really close to my sister, and she's told me that even when I thought they were calling me by the right pronouns and stuff like that, they were actually only doing it when I was there. Mm. And then when I was away, they were, you know, using my dead name and stuff like that. And I remember sometimes my mum would phone me sometimes, like, late on a Friday night, and obviously she had a few glasses of wine and stuff like that, and she would she would dead name me then. But I'd correct her straight away. She'd be like, oh, you know what I mean, kind of thing, trying to, like, pass it off like it wasn't a big deal. Mm. So that was the name you were given. That's interesting you refer to it as dead name. Is that mm. what a lot of other trans people use as well? Yeah, I think it's becoming more common to call it that. I think birth name suggests that, I don't know, it kind of brings up things, you know, people say, like, born as whatever. Mm. You know, Alfie was born a girl, stuff like that. Mm. So I don't really like to use birth name, but dead name, I think that kind of covers it. And also, mm. not just trans people can have a dead name. So, so it's like that person is dead to you now, basically. Um, yeah, the name's dead, mm. but I wouldn't say necessarily that I've changed as a person. I've always been quite confident in what I wanted, mm. and I've never really fitted in either, so that was never really an issue for me. And, you know, I still like to look back and certain things that I like to talk about and, that, you know, I was a little girl, for example, that, you know, I, I don't I really, I really got a problem talking about that. Mm. I don't mind. don't mind that. I'm, I enjoy my history. You know, I'm just a, a guy with a kind of trans history, I guess. Mm. But it's quite interesting, isn't it, your journey? And it's the same journey for a lot of trans people mm. that you, you kind of have to come out twice. So you've already come out as a lesbian mm. and then you come out as being trans. And you think yeah. the, the latter was harder? Um... I don't know, it was different, but I was I was so sure about it, whereas when I came out as a lesbian, there was still something not quite right about it. And it's not even that I... I mean, I, I fancy guys now as well, so, you know, it's not like that's changed. I just... There was something... I knew there was something that wasn't quite right, and then I was like, OK, so you like girls, so maybe you're a lesbian. So I came out as a lesbian, and then mm. that still wasn't quite right. So I think that was a bit scary, because I, I wasn't sure. Like, I thought I was sure, but something still felt... Bit weird, but only comparing that to when I came out as trans, I was like, "That's it." Then uh, it's you know that was a lot easier because I knew that that's exactly what it was. And it's so separate, but it's it's. Do you find that it can be confusing for other people, for society, to split this thing between gender and sexuality? Yeah, definitely. Like I get a lot of um, kind of messages from from straight guys, for example, on like Instagram and stuff like that, and they're like. They can't really see past the gender thing, um, but I think that's kind of most direct example in my life. Like, luckily, like I say, I've got really understanding friends and I surround myself with people who kind of get it, or if they don't get it, they're really open to kind of learning about it. So it's not really an issue for me, but a lot of people do kind of assume that I fit into their sexuality somehow as I'm not really a person, if that makes sense. It's like you're constantly having to, to come out and educate people all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've even put, like, on my bio and some things as well, like, you know, just, just Google it. Like, mm. um, I, don't, I don't mind talking about being trans, you know. Obviously, it's a big part of my life, and I do um, think it's important that I can educate people and, and obviously be open about it, because I don't, I don't mind that, and I think a lot of trans people aren't as comfortable as I am talking about it. I don't mind educating people, but, you know, we live in a in a world now where I shouldn't have to, so it gets quite frustrating. Yeah, because the thing about trans people is they just... They want to fit in like everybody mm. else, don't they? So yeah. a lot of trans people do want to... I hate using this word, particularly, but pass mm. um, and just carry on with their lives and everyone to accept them as the gender that they are. Mm. But you're quite keen, aren't you, to actually say, 
yes, I'm a man, but I am a trans man yeah. and be open about it. Why is that important to you? Um, I think the more that I kind of think about it, like I don't really fall into the category of like just a man. It's not 100% mm. that way. But I'm definitely way more masculine leaning than feminine. Like, I'm definitely not a woman, mm. I'm just not quite a man. Um, and not to say that trans men aren't men or anything like that. Obviously, if you identify as that, that's absolutely fine. But I just like to put the word trans in front of it just so it kind of like just think about my gender before you mm. kind of assume that I'm a man, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, you say a lot of people say to you, oh, you're the first trans person mm. I've ever met, but you always say back, don't you? Mm-mm. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. People meet trans people all the time, and I meet hundreds of people every day in work who have absolutely zero idea that I'm trans. And you can guarantee if they met a trans person, like, oh, you're the first trans person I met. It's actually, you met me a few days ago, so, you know, (laughs) yeah. And what about work? Has that um, been an issue? Have you had to come out at work? The place that I work now is, like, it's amazing. It's a really ethical place to work as well, actually, Mm. in the business, but Mm. it just so happens that everybody who works there is really open-minded, and we have... People that work there have all different different backgrounds and, you know, there's a huge range of diversity there, which is amazing. And no one has ever kind of questioned it, but they're happy for me to talk about it. And I've obviously kind of said to them, if you have any questions, I'd rather you ask me, which is fine. But they kind of, they know the, ba- the boundaries. But I did have a job before that where um, I went for some surgery. It was like a hysterectomy because there's like this idea that if you take testosterone, there's a higher chance of getting cancer. Mm. Um, it's just a theory, but I was like, I don't want to take that chance. I'm not going to use it. I might as well, you know. Mm. But I couldn't tell my boss what it was exactly because he didn't know that I was trans and I didn't really feel comfortable telling him. And there was only a few people there who knew that I was trans. It was a really uncomfortable experience. I, I like people knowing that I'm trans. Like It's part of my identity and it seems weird when people don't know about it. Because mm. like I'm saying, there's things I talk about and I talk about it like when I was a little girl, like I was saying... And that would seem really weird if you didn't know, like, what? What is the guy talking about? So, Well, you say it's part of your identity, so much so that, I mean, you're a, a musician and a performer, mm. and that's kind of not part of your act, but it is, is part of your sort of your musical ethos in a way, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I definitely kind of use it to sell a bit more music. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people mind that. It's good. But, yeah, I, I think in my stage performance and stuff like that, it's a, it's a bit more camp than I normally am, and I kind of embrace the femininity a little bit more. But that's because I want to push this the boundaries of gender, which um, obviously I'm quite... You, you're not like that in real life. Obviously, people put a character on when they're on stage or, mm. you know, like you do when you're on mm. radio. But So I kind of like like to push that femininity a little bit more. But I watch videos back and I feel like I'm being like really camp and like really, really feminine. I'm like, no, it's not even... That's not even how it looks. <laughs> like, yeah. So how old were you first when you first started questioning your gender identity? Can you remember? Like I say, it was a really slow process for me. I remember when I was in school, I wanted to be a teacher at the time, and um, when I pictured it, I was always, like, wearing suits, mm. and that's the kind of earliest mm. thing that I can remember where I'm like, OK, that's the kind of definite, mm. you know, blurring of the lines. It wasn't until I was about 18, like I say, 17, 18, when I was like, OK, yeah, I'm trans. Because it's quite a long journey for a lot of trans people, yeah. isn't it? So would you have any advice for anyone sort of the beginning of their journey, sort of just questioning their, their gender identity? Yeah, I think just go with it. Like, whatever you're thinking and feeling is totally valid and you don't have to fit into any box. Like, I I kind of struggled with that a lot. I really want to be, like, super masculine and that's not who I am at all. Although you are on the way to the gym again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I do like lifting weights, but that's the only manly thing that I do. (laughs) Well, I wanted to end almost where we started, really, talking about your first coming out story you told us about coming out to your partner. Mm -hmm. So how long is it that you've been together now? Nearly seven years, so about six and a half years. Yeah. Okay. So she's definitely a keeper then? Yeah, definitely. We're engaged and stuff, which is really nice. 
So you are going to get married? We are going to get married at some point. <laughs> but she wants a really traditional one and I want kind of like rustic, you know, in the woods kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So think back to you as an 18-year-old questioning everything and telling her for the first time. Could, can you believe where you are now and that, you know, seven years later, here you are as a trans man about to marry your girlfriend? I think, like, I kind of always knew she was a keeper. She was just so cool about it, and, like, it, when I was freaking out, she was, like, you know, really cool-headed and was like, it's fine. But I think, kind of surprised that I'm in the place where we can get married, mm. which is really nice, and, and that I'm... We kind of, like, you know, all the traditional things where, like, um, a dad would walk her down the aisle and stuff like mm. that. But I don't want that thing where everyone's waiting for the bride to come in because it's, like, it's my day too. <laughs> so we're, so we're going to come in together and stuff like that. We're going to kind of just, like, smash all the... All the traditional gender roles of a wedding. Oh, well, congratulations. I absolutely love it. And uh, yes, I will be purchasing a hat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Alfie there, reflecting on his journey as a trans man. Please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We'd also love to hear from you on Twitter. You can find us there at Come Out Stories. I'm Emma Goldswell. And Coming Out Stories is a What Goes On media production. Next time you'll hear from Carl Austin Bean. It's a case of, well, you can't tell anyone that I know because if, if I know that you're gay and you're still in the Air Force and I'm in the Air Force, I would have to report you. And that's your own brother telling you that. That did hurt. That, that did. <laughs>